All right, we're coming back from a little summer hiatus. I hope you had a great one. Today we're talking about an investment, if you can call it that, that you see advertisements for every single day, sometimes multiple times a day. Gold. Part two of financial planning in a DIY world. Do you really need a CFP? And did you know that Amazon wants to start delivering your stuff now without a box? All coming up on the 5-Minute Money Show. My name is Wyatt Mordek. I'm a certified financial planner and owner of Evidence Advisors Investment Management. You can find us on the web at evidenceadvisors.com. No investment advice or solicitation is a buy and sell securities here, especially not about gold. Money, investments, financial planning, it's a very personal thing. That's why you need personal advice. Always sit down with someone one-on-one. This is just a fun, fast show about finance and what's going on in the world. Why do people buy stocks? Well, people buy stocks because they want to see their money grow, obviously. But why do they think their money's going to grow? Because buying a stock means being an owner in a company. Companies produce things that people buy, whether it's an iPhone or things we buy every day at the grocery store. And when people buy those things, those companies become more valuable, passing profits on to the owners in the form of dividends, which many stock owners reinvest. And as that cycle continues, Einstein's eighth wonder of the world happens, compounding, which everyone agrees is a major factor in growing your money. Also, how much cash flow a company has can be significant in determining if a stock's worth owning. Gold, on the other hand, has none of that. It can't compound. It doesn't earn any interest. It doesn't pay any dividends. It doesn't produce anything. It just sits there. If you have an ounce of gold sitting on your desk today, 20 years from now, you're still going to have just an ounce of gold. Warren Buffett famously explained this concept. Back in 2011, he said that all the gold in the world was worth about $7 trillion. It can fit inside approximately a 67-foot cube. That was the equivalent of owning all of the farmland in the United States plus seven Exxon Mobiles at the time and still have about a trillion dollars left over. What all those assets could produce over time is astronomical versus just holding onto a big chunk of metal. So outside of having nice jewelry to wear, why do people own it as an investment? As far as I can tell, there's three reasons. Fear, fear, and fear. I mean, let's be real. No one's buying gold on long-term optimism of the world economy. And that's why all the gold ads you see just stoke those fears. Soaring inflation, out-of-control government debt, stock market losses, banking crisis, all reasons that these ads tell you to buy gold. To be fair, gold has had its moments. I mean, in 2009, 2010, we're in the middle of a global recession. Again, lots of fear financially. Gold prices soared. But it didn't last long because in 2013, there was about a 50% difference between the return of gold and the return of the total stock market. Gold fell off a cliff and lost 27%. And in the last few years, gold really hasn't performed the way you'd think it would with such high inflation. You see, even though inflation is gold's best friend, it turns out rising interest rates are its worst enemy. So when the Fed raised interest rates so fast, people just found the real return on other investments a lot more attractive. Lastly, don't be fooled if someone tells you that even Warren Buffett changed his mind on gold. That's not actually true. He was never a fan of buying the metal. Berkshire Hathaway just bought a gold mining company. Better to own stock in a company that pays a dividend and produces the thing that people are buying out of fear than owning the gold itself. Now part two of financial planning in a DIY world. Do you really need a CFP? What would it take to be a financial planning DIYer is what we're asking. We already talked about time. Do you have the time? Question number two is, do you have the resources? Just about everyone who starts a DIY project says, well, it's going to be easy once I get the right tool. So what are the tools for financial planning? Well, at a minimum, I think you'd have to have a basic understanding of Excel spreadsheets, know how to do a simple budget, know how to do some simple math calculations. You can look up lots of free financial planning calculators on the internet and maybe even subscribe to some software. 
But a financial planner is likely going to have access to maybe more sophisticated tools, planning tools that can be a little bit more accurate, also investment analysis tools that can really help narrow down what investments are good for your plan. And also just getting the tool doesn't mean a whole lot if you don't know how to use it. I mean, I remember the first time I drove a Bobcat. It wasn't pretty. Amazon has hired a new employee. It's their first vice president of packaging and innovation. And basically, he's having the same thought that a lot of us have had from time to time. Why do the little things we buy from Amazon need so much packaging? The answer is they don't. And Amazon has embarked on an entire project to figure out which things they can deliver to you that are just in the box that the manufacturer puts the product in. Now, I haven't seen it on my Amazon orders yet, but apparently extra packaging will eventually be an opt-in, just in case you don't want all your orders to be out in the open for all your neighbors to see. Not only is Amazon hoping to reduce excess packaging, but they're also hoping to cut down on the porch pirates, the people stealing every package that comes to your doorstep. If a thief doesn't have to guess anymore what's inside a box and can see it's nothing of real value, maybe we can all stop texting our neighbors every night looking for our stolen packages. 